This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. At 325 on Grant and Danny, we're going to just imagine what town might look like if Washington was ever to play in one of these games again. That's what you do when it's been 31 years since it's happened. That's coming up in just a bit. And at 425 on the show, our Super Bowl draft. We'll see who makes the best plate of foods at a Super Bowl party. But right now, let's get to the BetQL guest hotline and talk to our guy, Ross Tucker. Insider calls are presented by BetQL, your one-stop shop for sports betting analytics, an app that helps you make the most informed bets possible. Download BetQL's app. Visit BetQL.com today. Ross, awesome to have you on the show, buddy. We got ourselves quite a matchup put together here for Sunday, huh? Yeah, we do, man. I'm looking forward to it. Always great talking with you guys, by the way. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it's the two best teams. It's the two number one seeds. It's the best roster in the sport against the best player in the sport. There's a reason why the point spread is as close as it is. I am very hopeful that we're going to have an awesome close game. If it's possible, I find myself doing this this week, Ross, but if it's possible, it feels like Kansas City's being disrespected despite their resume. Are you getting that sense? No. Um, I, I almost feel like it's been the opposite, to be honest with you, and maybe that's because um, you know, I do the Eagles preseason games on TV and I do pregame on the radio. So, you know, my Twitter feed is like WIP in Philly and, <laughs> uh, and some Philly people. And, you know, I keep hearing people say that, you know, Jalen Hurts hasn't proven anything and people are talking about how easy the path has been for the Eagles and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know. I guess what I would tell people is, I grew up outside of Philly. I was a huge Eagles fan, even though, um, you know, they never wanted me as a player. I never played there. It never worked out that way. But it's the best team they've ever had, Um, probably by a decent amount. Now, they might lose Sunday easily, right? I mean, it's going to be a close game. But, here's what I mean, legitimately, guys, they have the best O-line in the league by, by a decent margin. They have the best D-line in the league. They have the best wide receivers in franchise history. They probably have the best secondary, certainly corners, in franchise history. 18 of their 22 starters were either Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternate caliber players. You know, the quarterback got second in the MVP vote. I mean, it's just... It, it, it's just unbelievable. And by the way, they'll never have it again. I mean, they're going to have to pay Hertz between 40 and $50 million a year, somewhere in there. And they got a lot of free agents. It's unusual for the Eagles to have this many free agents. I mean, Gardner Johnson and 
TJ Edwards, both D tackles, Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, Sam Malo, the running back, Miles Sanders. I mean, um, they're, they're, you know, they, they'll be good the next few years, but they're not going to have a roster like this. It's like, um, I keep saying, it just makes me think of like um, the movie Twins, when Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to go out and be with the girl for the first time, and Danny DeVito's like, tonight is your night, bro. Is your <laughs> night, like, 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 this year is your year, Eagles. It's your year, Eagles. I mean, because it's just not, it's just not possible with the salary gap for it to be like this. Um, so I actually think, uh, and maybe, like I said, maybe um, Danny is just because of my feet or whatever, but it, it just feels like, to me, there's a lot of people that still have a lot of skepticism for the Eagles. I wouldn't consider myself one of those people, even though Washington beat them. You know, we just seen them be too good. But I will ask about Jalen Hurts with the shoulder, banged up at the end of the year. We had one of our favorite guys from PFF on yesterday who mentioned that his least accurate three games that they've graded were the last three games that he's played. Two touchdowns, three picks over his last four, and they haven't really needed him, frankly, in the playoffs. Like, how do you feel about kind of the trend for Hertz, the shoulder, some of those things? First of all, you're right. He has not played as well since he came back from the shoulder injury as he played before that. There's no question. You know, I was talking about this on my Even Money betting podcast this week. One of the bets I took was the under on Jalen Hurts passing yards. He just hasn't. And if I'm Spagnolo, I can tell you right now what I would do. I would load the box and try to stop the Eagles' run game, which, by the way, is easier said than done, but that's what I would do. I would absolutely make Jalen Hurts beat me. Absolutely. And if Hurts is connecting on downfield throws to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Hurts has an awesome game, I think you tip your cap and say, okay, man, they're just that good. But you can't just let them run you over because, you know, it's funny how everybody's like, oh, man, you know, like their path has been so easy. Nobody was saying that before they played the 49ers. Everybody was talking about how good the Niners were and the role the Niners were on winning 11 in a row. Well, I know their quarterbacks got hurt. Well, guess what? I mean, like, the Eagles D linemen hurt them. Like they forced those injuries. They caused like those weren't like fluke injuries. Those were Eagles D line killing the quarterback injuries. And then if you watch the tape, the Niners are still bragging on Radio Row this week about having the number one defense. They got beat up. I mean, they got they got beat down in the NFC Championship game. The Eagles didn't even need to throw the ball. They shouldn't even throw the ball. I mean, they they ran. The Niners over. Um, their offensive line, it's crazy. I mean, the center is the best player in this is the best center in the sport. Hall of Famer. The right tackle is the best right tackle in the sport. Maybe a Hall of Famer. But like the left side of their O line, my lot of guys is six eight, three eighty. And I don't know if you've seen him up close, but it's nuts. He has like no fat. And then Landon Dickerson at left guard is six six three fifty. I don't know what they list him at, but I, I talked to some guys. I said, how much is Landon away? They said, a lot. <laughs> and, 
you know, so think about that. Like when they have a double team, okay, you're, you're playing three techniques, outside shoulder of the left guard, Dickerson. That's 730 pounds, bro. I mean, 730 pounds. Now, I was not a big science guy, but there's no way any defensive tackle should be able to hold up to a 730-pound double team. Coming off the, the ball with as much energy and force as they can possibly come off the ball with, they were taking Kinlaw for the Niners and throwing him up out of the club. It was crazy. Everybody, Ross Tucker with us here on G&D. You, you touched on this briefly here, Ross, but I would love for you to expound on it. I, I think the story of this game, I'm thinking back to that Tampa-Kansas City Super Bowl a couple years ago where that Tampa defense beat up that Kansas City offensive line. It's a much better O-line now, but this Eagles pass rush is just ridiculous. It's just an army of quarterback getters. Like Everybody comes out of the stands with double-digit sacks uh, this year for that group. I think that's where the game is ultimately decided, that pass rush versus the KCO line. Break it down for us. So here's another one, okay? Think about this. And Sue is the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history. He's third string for the Eagles. He, he, I don't think he's played 20 snaps in a game yet. Robert Quinn had 18-and-a-half sacks last year for the Chicago Bears. Also third string for the Eagles. Also hasn't played 20 snaps in a game yet. I mean, and that, that to me, Danny, is probably the difference in the game. If you look at, like, the Chiefs' D-line, they're good. You know, Chris Jones was the best defensive player in football, probably. Nadi's good. Frank Clark, Karloftis. The problem is when you look at the second-string D-line for the Chiefs. I just don't know that those guys can hold up. And so I think you either play your starters more snaps and they get worn down and run over, or you put in the backups and they just get run over. Whereas the Eagles' depth and their ability to come at you in waves is really, really impressive. Um, to your point about the Bucks game, this Chiefs O-line, I would say, is top five in the NFL. The interior trio is really good. The tackles have not been great. But Mahomes is a different player than he was in that Buck Super Bowl. In the Buck Super Bowl, Mahomes was still a guy looking to throw the ball deep a lot. He has changed. He gets rid of the ball super quickly and early underneath. And that's what he's going to have to do. Because if he holds it, Reddick and those guys are going to be coming and they're going to get to him. So the, the, the thing I think is really interesting is can the Eagles take away Mahomes' first, first read? Can they make him hold on to the ball a little bit longer so that, you know, the D-line can get there? And it's weird because you, you guys will appreciate this, right? Like, I think it's going to be a close game. And in a close game, I definitely favor the Chiefs. Because we've all seen Mahomes make the critical play, you know, in a huge game late. I mean, he's done it dozens of times. Hurts hasn't had to do that. You know, it's not that he can't, but Hurts hasn't had to do that. So 
So that part of it makes me lean to the Chiefs in a close game. The flip side is the better team always beats the best player. I mean, think about it. I mean, the Peyton Manning games, all, all the time, the MVP, the best player, his team loses to the better team. Mahomes is the best player on the planet, and I think probably by a decent margin. But the Eagles have the best team, which is why I lean in their direction. But I also think it's going to be an awesome game. Wouldn't shock me if it went other way. Because the, the reality is the Eagles haven't played like a Josh Allen or a Joe Burrow this year, let alone a Mahomes. You know, they haven't had to play this type of elite quarterback. Odyssey, Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker here on Grant and Danny, who is an excellent follow, by the way. Uh, if you want NFL information, he always does a good job on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. You actually asked Ross one of the questions recently on Twitter that I have wondered about. I think it's one of our society's greatest questions, which is how have so many friendlies gone out of business, man? I mean, the I'll burgers and the ice cream there when I was a kid, that was my go-to. You can't find them anymore. I saw you posted a picture from one, so God bless you. But what happened? You know what? <clears throat> I didn't even think about it. So, so I, I was in Phoenix for the Super Bowl, Radio Row stuff. Put the red eye back Wednesday night because yesterday was my daughter's birthday. And we said, what do you want to do? She said, I want to go to Friendly's, and then I want to go roller skating. I'm like, all right, fine, let's do it. So, by the way, I live in central PA, like Harrisburg, Hershey. The, the Friendly's in Hershey shut down a year ago. The friendlies in Camp Hill on the west shore of Harrisburg, that's still up and running. So we went there, and, like, you know, the food is good. We get a, you get a free Sunday with your food. Uh, um, so I crushed a mint chocolate chip cookie thing. My wife only had, like, two bites of her cookies and cream Sunday, so I crushed hers. Yep. And then my younger daughter only had a couple bites of her peanut butter cup Sunday, So I, I probably had the equivalent of 2.75 Sundays. The Lord's work. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I am a, I am a man. I'm a father. Um, so I just started thinking, like, what happened to these? Like, my 11, you know, so I grew up, we would go there once a week. And by the way, we went there after every Little League baseball game ever. Uh, ever. Okay? So... And my 11-year-old daughter wants to go there on her birthday. So, like, what happened? Where's the disconnect that 40-somethings love it, 11-year-olds love it, we all like it, and yet they close all over the place? Some people have said that it's like um, the food took too long or that the competition in terms of ice cream is better and being able to just get better flavors of ice cream at home. But to me, it's like... You're going in there for the experience. You're going there for, like, the upside-down cone hat, and it looks like it's a person. I, I, I'm, I'm, I am surprised, very surprised. We didn't have any close to us. It was, like, the ultimate sports trip destination. I, I think I went 20 times, had 20 outstanding meal experiences. I'll never understand it. Russ, what I like to do in times like this, I have no data to support it, okay? I like to make a very big, sweeping, bold claim and just say the word millennials, and just sort of let that be my explanation. <laughs> I just I go with that. Um, you know, 
it is weird because it's like the other places we would go, like as far as I know, right? Like TJI Fridays, Ruby Tuesdays, like those are still around, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your boy still goes to, well, I haven't in a while, but yeah, I'd love to go to a Ruby Tuesdays right now and meet you okay, there. Okay, okay, yeah. because like I grew, up, I grew up in Redding, Pennsylvania, okay? We didn't have a ton of like um, non-chain restaurants, okay? Like we majored in the chain restaurants, all right? And so I guess I'm, I'm confused as to how like people still go to Fridays or Ruby Tuesdays or something like that, but they don't go to Friendly. Yeah, how'd we get I, here? How'd we get I think, here? I think you you're I, asking you know the right I'm questions. Honestly, I'm honestly, I'm I kind of I tried to crowdsource it on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, but this is now like I might do a deep dive and Google it and actually find out like what happened. This needs to be the a documentary thing, yeah, that you host. I, I want a Netflix documentary where it's the opening scene is like you going with your daughter on her birthday, and you're like, and so I got to thinking. How did we get here? But he's out front of like an old friendlies and it's windy. For right. some reason, there's tumbleweed going by. The it's closed. The Hershey Bears game is yes. taking place hey, behind hey, him. I got, so I got a better thing for you guys. And I just decided this. Wednesday's Ross Tucker football podcast next week, I am going to interview one of the 200 million people in the United States that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. Like, because they're going to set a record, okay? <laughs> yeah. With 115 million or 120 million people are going to watch it. That means 200 million people in our country don't watch the Bowl. I have never met anybody that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. That's a great point. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. So I said on my show, if you know someone that doesn't watch Super Bowl at all, please email me or DM me. I want to interview them. I just want to know what their life is like. Like, I want to know <laughs> where they grew up. Have they ever watched the Super Bowl? Because first of all, there's no chance they grew up in the state of Pennsylvania. No chance. So you can, you can eliminate that entire state. Because you grew up going to high school football games and friendlies in Pennsylvania. So, like, you definitely watch the Super Bowl. So I don't know what states these people are from. And I, I just want to know what they do for those three hours. Like, I, I got to know. What, like, what, do they read a book? Are they are they pruning their garden? Like, what do they do? So, I'm fascinated by this. What does anyone do? Danny's second pick, we did a draft earlier in the show, Ross, of the characters at a Super Bowl party who we would kick out of our party. A three-round draft. So, like, the first pick in the draft was Danny's, uh, the guy who over-talks about his bets. I went with the guy who played high school football who over-talks about his career. But Danny actually did take the anti-football lecturer you know, the person who essentially tells you they don't watch football, they're just there because... Makes a big got, production out of they it. They got dragged there, and, and, and oh, by the way, you shouldn't watch it either because, you know, these players are putting themselves in harm's way. Like, that was Danny's second pick. And so I, we've all I been at a party with someone Super Bowl like that. Parties. As of, like, four years ago, I don't go to Super Bowl parties because I went to a couple. Uh, so for the first year, our friends had it. I went... Uh, and I stayed for the first half, but during the first half, Gary, the dentist kept asking me a lot of football questions. That's tough. And that, yep. that would be my number one pick. Like, I don't care if you're talking because I can ignore you, but if you're <laughs> specifically asking me questions right? and I'm rude, if I don't reply, 
yeah, then I'm out on you. But he's asking you questions in fairness because you're Ross Tucker, right? There is another layer of this as a football celebrity of sorts, if I may. You're going to a party, and Danny, in a very minimal way, you and I would deal with this possibly, where like you just you get in, but within ten minutes, word gets around that guy does a radio show. So now everyone about sports. He's got a question for you. Ross is ten times that. It's like it's like I don't understand. Like, why didn't they throw it there? And it's like, mm. well, well, Gary, it's fourth and one, okay? And they got a really good offensive line. And, you know, they've, well, Gary. They've, converted, they've converted 98% of their quarterback sneaks this year. You know, hey, Gary, when I come over to get my teeth cleaned, I'm not asking you questions the whole time, bro. Like, I'm not asking you, like, why are you cleaning my teeth like that? I just let you do it. Because you, you clean my teeth, then you do the floss thing, like you, you know, like, like I don't ask you why you do this stuff. So, so the second year, I just went um, like early, and I ate all their food and had three beers, and I got home back in time <laughs> before the start of the game. <laughs> I just went for free game, uh, and now I don't even bother. Now, now I don't even bother doing that. My wife's embarrassed by that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we can't just go and eat their food. We now can't go. Beer. To the party. Well, enjoy your you know Super Bowl experience you know wherever you are. Every time I go to the Super Bowl party, like back then, really it's any type of party, first thing I do is I look at all the food and I take a video of it and I post it on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. But, and, and they all know about this. It's the point now, guys, when I go to a social gathering uh, and I get my camera out, everybody, like the host will be like, He's doing it. He's doing, He's it. doing it. And <laughs> and they all watch me. They watch me like I'm an artist at work talking about this food, right? It's hilarious. Like they take it re- like they all they all look at it either on Facebook or Twitter and like they can't believe they were there when I did one of these. It's amazing. Spielberg's then, in the editing room. That's right. Ross Scorsese. Yeah. yeah, and then and then I go and I'll grab like a carrot or a celery and I'll go to like the hummus or the guac, and I'll announce real loudly so people think I'm, like, healthier than I am. I'm like, oh, Bill, I'm so glad you got a veggie tray. And I'll dip, like, a carrot in the hummus just so people think that, like, oh, man, he's pretty healthy. I don't, like, let them see the rest of what I eat. <laughs> but I announce, my, I announce my vegetable eating with authority. Fantastic. Ross, this is your weekend, man. Enjoy it, buddy. Thanks for hopping on with us. Of course, anytime. See you, dude. Great having you on. There's Ross Tucker. You see why we love having him on GND. Odyssey NFL Insider. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL, your one-stop shop for sports betting analytics, an app that helps you make the most informed bets possible. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Next, we were all upset as Commanders fans, then Redskins fans, when the Eagles won their first Super Bowl. You still have that same fervor for them not to win another. And let's actually think about what it might be like in this town on a Friday before a Super Bowl if Washington was about to play in one of these games. It's going to take some creativity. Our, our imagination caps from preschool, we got to put those back on. G&D on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 